0: Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Hey there, it's Album for the Day. I'm John E. This is Jay. And we were thinking about doing something a little different Mm -hmm. because we love America. Oh, that's right. And there's 50 states in this great land. Mm -hmm. And we're going to put our Patriot pants on (laughs) and we're going to bring you... A little bit from every state. Because there's music in every state in this great land.
1: And we're here for the whole ride. So we're going to go state by state. Bringing you some of the best bands, some of the best albums that we've heard.
0: Uh, we're going to bring it to you. So buckle up, Buttercup. Jose, can you see? <laughs> here we go. So we're back in uh, the Tar Heel state with another state of the music boop, boop as we make our way back and forth you know it's not the most fuel efficient way across the country
1: in alphabetical no one alphabetical
0: <laughs> alabama going to alaska yeah I
1: mean, yeah definitely not
0: but you know it is what it is and um you know randy travis we were kind of on a country kick for a second there. Like we were. Travis is from North Carolina. Marshville, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, and I mean, how could you not have a little bit of a country influence with North Carolina? We've talked about some of the jazz influence, and the country influence is pretty hard in North Carolina. I mean...
0: Have you ever heard somebody from the Northeast say the word Carolina? I mean...
1: I never really paid attention to it, but. You should. Okay. Give me an example.
0: I'm not even going (laughs) to imitate Carolina. Because I am, every state I lived in has been south of Mm. the MD line. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not even going to pretend I can't pull off the, although I can do a great imitation of that Sam Adams commercial. It pisses my wife off like nothing else. Your cousin from Boston. <laughs> there it is. That's for you, honey. Oh, gosh.
1: Well, uh, if we're going with the country... country Randy path.
0: Travis appeared on Matlock. Have we talked about that?
1: No, definitely not. I've reserved the right to talk about Matlock. More than once. More than once. Well, he did love Matlock, apparently.
0: Hey, they played together. It was cool. Like, he was a house painter... The second time he came back around, he won the lottery or something.
1: Well, there and it he's is. He's like
0: throwing money around. And
1: Thanks, Andy Griffith. Up
0: tangled up in a
1: murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know how Matlock goes.
1: I, that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> Did Matt Locke wear a blue One suit? One second to I'm court? a
0: house painter that wins the lottery. Next second I'm charged with
1: murder. And mm-hmm. Chuck
0: Norris had to kick me out of jail. Oh wait, that's Walker Texas Ranger. You're mixing up. So don't make me bring Clarence Gilliard Jr. into it. Oh yeah, well, you, I won't. <laughs> That's probably good. So, Kelly Pickler Kelly was born P- in Albemarle, North Carolina. Kelly Pickler. Now, I'm going to tell you what comes to my mind. The first thing that comes to my mind when I think of Kelly Pickler is she was on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Was she? That's amazing.
1: Was she the one that was in the, the pig babe the pig movie? No. No. Mm-hmm.
0: So Kelly Pickler thought that France was a city, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, that's and, not good. And Europe was a country.
1: That's also not good.
0: She just was thinking she was thinking too small. Yeah. That that hyper focus will kill sure. you against those fifth graders, because man.
1: France is the country, you know, it's okay.
0: But, you know, congratulations. Um, she finished in sixth place on American Idol. And, um, and she has a great career now. She's North Carolina's sweetheart. Mm. Good for her.
1: Yeah. Just like, I don't know, Tori Amos. Mm.
0: Well, um, didn't we already talk about her? Nope. Not yet. And her uh, delightful yeah so she can play the piano the harpsichord um very haunting kind of music mm-hmm. even even the poppier stuff it's just
1: yeah she just had a anniversary release um not too long ago of uh was it earthquake
0: little earthquakes little earthquakes. We did an episode on it, for God's sake. We did.
1: That's why I was bringing it up. Um, And Tori Amos, if you've not seen her um, perform live, please go do so. Uh, She's amazing. She's a great songwriter. She's a great singer. She may not be everybody's cup of tea, but she's somebody that is a performer and a musician that's worth the price of admission every single time. She's, she's gonna, authentic, yo, I think,
0: is the big thing about her. Authentic is and
1: original. You're not going to hear or see anybody like her. No. Nah. You're just not. That's why she's Tori Amos. Like, and the way that she is able to play the piano and sing with such passion and emotion, it re- like you understand her more seeing her live, and then you can go back and listen to her music and, like, feel the passion she puts into her studio albums. Like, it's really, really amazing of how she can change your mind seeing her live. It's really cool.
0: So, yeah, she's authentic. She had an unpleasant experience with a stalking fan early in her career mm-hmm. that kind of shaped that direction. I don't think that even she would argue that. Um, but... You know, she rarely will you see somebody play more than one instrument mm-hmm. while playing the same song.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But she will just spin the stool and play the harpsichord and the piano in one. You know, I saw her at uh, T-Pac and she played Dixie. It took me like a minute and a half to realize what, what she was she's playing. playing.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, you can actually look that one up on all Spotify. Yep. Uh, so let's
1: see. What about the Avit Brothers?
0: Yeah. They, They're uh,
1: another great live band. We're hitting a couple big ones like right in a row.
0: Concord, um, North Carolina. Yeah. Scott and Seth Avit collectively doing banjo, guitar, piano, and hi-hat as well as a lot of vocals
1: and a lot of kick drum
0: (laughs) well you see what i did there bob crawford throwing in all the uh double electric bass yeah oh yeah they're they're and even rewinding
1: to about you know 15 years ago they were like they were the new hot plate served on and it was just like, whoa, who are these guys? I what remember are they the doing? David
0: Brothers opening up for social distortion.
1: What a weird
0: or time. Maybe it was the other way. I don't remember. It was probably the other probably. way.
1: Probably. I don't know. Depends when it was. Social Recently D. enough, that, yeah, social the brothers D. were bigger. So, yeah, Social D's got a good following, though. Yeah, it could not, have been either way.
0: Not at Bridgestone
1: oh definitely the avid brothers social d could never sell out the Bridgestone arena
0: anymore but we love you mike ness oh yeah you're the best
1: yep yeah the uh let's see uh all right you 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 get next pick where are we
0: going where are we going oh really yep
1: i feel like i pulled the last couple it's one of those like you know
0: it's time for a dark horse uh uh-oh How about Patrick Duthit? Okay. Probably pronounced that wrong. He's also known as Ninth Wonder. He's from Winston-Salem. Uh, also known as Ninth Matic. He's worked with Mers, Eric Abadu, David Banner, Rhapsody, Talib Kweli, His big break was an unofficial remix album of God's Son from Nas. He called it God's Stepson.
1: Well, there it is. (laughs) Johnny hates it when I say there it is. I've been trying to put it into every episode for like 20 episodes. He just noticed it.
0: You've accomplished that. (laughs) Well done. Uh, That's hysterical. Um, yeah
1: uh what about super chunk
0: we can't do north carolina and not talk about Superchunk.
1: yeah they're one of the most influential alternative bands like of all time i think every alternative band would talk about super chunk
0: um so mac McCaughan on guitars and vocals Jim Wilbur on guitars, Laura Balance with mm-hmm. two L's mm-hmm. on bass and background vocals, and John Worcester on drums. Uh also from Chapel Hill.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like influenced by kind of punk rock, um, and they they're the band that like influenced all the Blink 182 type type bands. If, if if we're hearing the same things. We're not. We're not? No. Nah. Nah. Okay. I don't hear that at all. Really? Yeah. So, like, you don't think, like, Cup of Sand and all that kind of stuff, you don't think so that. So,
0: if you look at what they did after yeah. the band broke up, uh-huh. and you notice that, oh, so-and-so went to play with Bob Mould and has ever since. Right. Like, I don't really feel like that encompasses
1: what they did yeah okay okay well well there you have it um i I mean i mean the super chunk album which is probably the it was like 1990 i think is when that came out i think that that was like uh one that it was like an indie rock debut that put them on the map and uh, you know 89 89 so yeah not not that far not that far off um
0: influenced but, by Husker du, sonic youth right. the minutemen and the buzzcocks
1: well amongst yeah those are uh, yeah yeah there's many more um but they they the, the, they're one of those bands that you got to check out to even understand. And
0: they were so influential in the replacements.
1: I could see that. I could see that. Um, but I could see like what they did specifically in that area in the nineties. They like kind of helped define that area, and so many bands were coming out of there that they just added to the fuel on the fire. You know.
0: You know the coolest thing they ever did. They put a hidden track on the Aqua Teen Hunger Force soundtrack. Oh, wow. It's called Misfits and Mistakes, and Meatwad Sings. Well,
1: there it is. (laughs) That's my favorite thing to do now. We have a new favorite thing on album for the day. It's called Hashtag. There it is.
0: Uh, Carolina Chocolate Drops. Kicking it old school,
1: kicking it old school.
0: Rhiannon Giddens,
1: mm hmm. Um, they are one of the bands, I guess, um, you know,
0: black North Carolina string bands,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: tradition throughout the history of the state, and kind of forgotten for an unreasonably long time.
1: Yeah, their 2010 album, Genuine Negro Jig. Uh, won the Grammy Award for Best Traditional Folk Album, um, and it was also number nine in iRoots mag- I- I Magazine's Top 10 Albums of 2010. Um, they're very different than what you would think that they would be. Um, v- just a very like, traditional music it, they're it, but but interesting, very cool, and i highly highly recommend checking them out. It's like they're kinda r and b, but they have a kazoo in the band at times, and you're like what huh but it's old timey sounding great, it's good stuff.
0: How about Tracy Thornton? Did you check him out no. Tracy Thornton is from Greensboro. He's one of two that I discovered, but he's one of the most recognized steel pan, steel drum players in the U.S.
1: Hmm.
0: He released an album called Pan for Punks, a steel pan tribute to the Ramones. So, uh, Frank Johnson who was born in North Carolina in 1789. Good Lord. Played the fiddle, the clarinet, and the cornet. That's three whole separate families of instruments. Mm Mm-hmm. He helped define the African-American fiddle and brass band music in the mid-1800s. He actually used the money from performances to buy his his wife's and his children's freedom. That's awesome. Frank Johnson band. There needs to be state fairs and picnics.
1: Needs to be like some songs written about that dude. There are. There needs to be like a movie. You know.
0: His band did political rallies, but. Democrats
1: only. Yeah, well, you know,
0: I feel like he was like if you're going to segregate, so can I?
1: I mean, that's always weird to not allow a particular person in exclusion. because of yeah, because of I mean, like and you're dealing you're dealing with exclusion and that and so you're like, no, I'm going to exclude because you are. It's like come on. Let's just put our big boy pants on and maybe somebody could learn something if they come to your show i don't Hmm. know that's just my feeling
0: fascinating
1: my take on it but
0: you know i've been wrong i'll be wrong again (laughs) how about uh damara scotta helm from rocky mount yeah world whistling grand champion in 2011 at the International Whistling Convention in Lewisburg, North Carolina. The only whistler in the world that can double whistle, able to whistle two different notes simultaneously. Now, you're not going to do it. I know I'm not.
1: But I'm certainly going to try, especially when I'm in my car later. And there it is,
0: folks. (laughs) A big, fat fail. That's how she figured it out. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Andy Griffith Mm. is from Mount Airy.
1: Speaking of whistling. (laughs) Yeah, it's like one of the most whistled songs of all time. Sitting on the dog of the bay. Nobody knows the, the words to that song. Going fishing down the fishing hole Here we go, Andy Griffith's show That's probably close, right? It's at least in the ballpark It's gotta be in the ballpark And I literally just ad-libbed that It's not close, is it? You're looking at me like the, I just murdered the a baby
0: words fishing hole Were definitely
1: correct There it is, see?
0: I got it right I wouldn't say that. You, you. In any case, Andy Griffith, well-known. Okay. Music, comedy, movies, TV. If you want to check out a really interesting movie that he did, there's plenty of them. And Matlock. And
1: that's always interesting.
0: Indeed. How about Tim Alexander? There it is. Or do you know him as Herb?
1: Her- as Herb?
0: Yeah. Alexander? Tim Alexander.
1: Known as Herb. Uh, he's
0: the drummer for Primus, Pussifer, A gotcha. Perfect
1: Circle.
0: Also I was like, played with Blue Man Group. I was
1: like, Herb? uh Wait, uh-huh.
0: what? Until 2021, he operated Herb Cider out of Bellingham, Washington.
1: Mm-mm. I did not know that. If you're
0: gonna make an apple based beverage, Washington is the right state.
1: And you may as well throw some herbs in it since you're in Washington. hmm
0: Also, um Ryan
1: Adams. Ooh. How many of the Cardinals? Probably not many. Ryan Adams I've had great experiences. And I've had horrible experiences. Um, The first experience I had with Ryan Adams was amazing. This dude, I saw him in one of his first tours in Nashville. It was at 328 Performance Hall with Jillian Johnson, um, RIP. And uh, Ryan Adams came out. She was like, you have to come with me. You have to come with me. You have to come with me. And I was like. I don't even know who this guy is. And she's like, trust me, it's going to be amazing. We get there. And it was, um, when I say amazing, I'm, that is a huge slight. I walked out of there thinking, my God, this is the next big thing. This is, this guy's, he's it. He's huge. Like I walked out with such an, just like I was on top of the world feeling after this show. Fast forward to maybe six months, maybe six months, he came back to town. And and nobody wanted to go with me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going because it was amazing and I had such a great show. And he came out and couldn't remember the words to his songs and was all over the place. And the band was not into it. Oh, and I, so, and we, I'm going to
0: go into something different real fast, because Ryan has Meniere's disease, just like Huey Lewis, as we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, his frustration, he tends to take out in unhealthy ways. Mm. Um, but artistically, he's really second to none. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. The guy has so much art in him. How many things did he release in 2022? He's like uh, at least half a dozen.
1: Yeah, like six or seven albums. He's like uh, like the uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard of America. They
0: did make a big thing out of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, but he's full of music. He's covered full albums a number of times, including after he said he wasn't going to do it anymore. The four that come to my mind are Nebraska from Bruce Springsteen. Taylor Swift. 1989 from Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Um What's the story? Morning glory. Mm. And, um, geez, I lost it.
1: Yeah, no, he he's, but he's one of those guys with all the talent in the world. And I mean, I, I held on the tracks. Oh yeah. That's a great record. Um, I, I hope he's able to keep it together. He came, he came through Nashville not too long ago and played a couple shows at the Ryman and they were not well received and, um, but also on this tour, people have said that it's the most magical show they've ever seen. So it's just like a, so what you're saying is everybody's just you missing got, out. It's like a, it's like a lottery some people win it. Some people lose it, but keep buying tickets because I will, I, I'm going to keep buying tickets because of how good it was.
0: I've seen them too.
1: Yeah. And
0: you know, I think, I think back in the day, Um, When he wasn't necessarily so much required to restrain himself as much. Yeah. Um, I think that he was just a big brat. Yeah. And uh, I think he would probably admit to that. Well, I had a personal encounter (laughs) with him through a job I was doing at the time. And based on that, I'm going to be nice and call him a brat.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure his court cases would call him a brat too.
0: <laughs> I don't think they've come to any fruition as of this time. No, definitely not. However, exciting stuff in North Carolina yeah. Jacksonville. That's where Ryan's from. Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more than one state with a Jacksonville.
1: There is. Florida for. Reference. Oh, let's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Home of Tom Petty. So Marshall Lytle from yeah. Old Fort played the bass for Bill Haley in the Comets and the Mars, which was a split off when everyone got pissed at Bill and left. Um, he played the slap bass on an upright, on Crazy Man Crazy, shake, rattle, and roll, and rock around the clock
1: which were the classic Bill Haley. I mean that's if you know Bill Haley those are the songs you know. That's, you know, it'd be like uh, uh Devil Went Down to Georgia. You know immediately who you're talking about, you know, and there's only probably what, 3 4 Charlie Daniels songs. Charlie Daniels also from North Carolina. But there's only 3 or 4 songs you really know from Charlie Daniels. You know,
0: interestingly enough though, uh, Marshall replaced a guy named Al Rex. Hmm. And just like with the Eagles and Poco, uh, when <laughs> when Marshall left Bill Haley in the comments, Al Rex came back.
1: Well, there it is. It's one of those like ridiculous things about Bill Haley, the Eagles, and everybody where it's like, alright, mm, you were good before, and then we replaced you, but we remember you being pretty good, so why don't you come on back?
0: Yeah, do that. Keep doing the thing that we were doing when we were making that money. That's a, That was good. I like money. Brothers of famous people, Chuck Folds had a band called Bus Stop that uh, played for a long time. That was Ben Folds' brother. Hmm. Uh, Matthew Oberst, who's Connor Oberst's brother, um, played with a band called Sorry About Dresden. Yeah, it was pretty political with the name, you're not gonna go very far. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. I mean, you could. It's just not likely. You have to be really good. And be able to keep your content like really good. Which and that's also
0: and also your brother's Connor Oberst. Yeah, you it, can't compete. Yeah. Mm. My last one that's uh that's a big um I would call it a dark horse. The Five Royales. Did you check them out? I did not. So the Five Royales uh, from Winston-Salem, they did gospel, jump blues, and doo-wop. They made the North Carolina Music Hall of Fame in 2009. They were inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2015 as an early influence. Lowman Pauling wrote most of their hits, which hit the top 40 as covers dedicated to the one I love covered by the Shirelles and the Mm. mamas and papas tell the truth covered by Ray Charles and Ike and Tina and think covered by James Brown and the famous flames. Mm. Brown actually modeled his first vocal group after the five Royales Eric Clapton and Steve Cropper said they were influenced by Pauling. Wow. Dave Marsh, noted rock critic, said The Summer The The Slummer, The Slum is one of his top 1001 singles of all time, credited as the first intentional use of guitar feedback on record.
1: Hendrix appreciates everything you did for him, sir.
0: Of course he does <laughs> why, why wouldn't he
1: well what wh- where would we be without feedback now i mean my goodness that's like half of the music well that's rock and roll uh you know pop music as a whole you just have to have a drum kit and a and a vocal changer in order to make music now with pop music
0: well that's true and you know the thing about it is like These little groups like the Five Royales that made, you know, a massive, massive influence on a lot of stuff that have largely gone, you know, unnoticed. Mm -hmm. We got to keep remembering these people, you know, the Badgett Sisters, uh, Band of Oz, um, Art Lord and the Self Portraits. Yeah. You've heard of Future Islands, right? Yep. Well, started as art lord and the self-portraits from greenville Mm. i've just discovered there's a lot i mean for crying out loud dude like there's such a broad spectrum of stuff in north carolina
1: shirley caesar the uh first lady of gospel music Indeed, The queen of gospel music, the Aretha of gospel, which I think that's kind of redundant. I mean, Aretha kind of did gospel music. That's true. But in 1951, she signed to uh, federal records. She was 12, 12 years old and signed a record contract. Guess who made all the money off of her record contract?
0: Somebody else.
1: Guess who signed all of her future money away at the age of 12? Her parents? Shirley Caesar. Mm. And uh, this is why record contracts are just ridiculous and whatever. But uh, Shirley Caesar, go check her out. Um,
0: Oh, and the occasions mm. from Kenley? Mm Mm-hmm. So they're responsible for 1968's Girl Watcher. Mm. Um there was a, a rework of that song in 1987 by Cool and the Gang. Cool and the Gang. It was called I'm a Wheel Watcher and it was to promote <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. And I know that wow. you remember it. I, I do. know that you do.
1: I do. I do. Wow. The occasions, the occasions. I love that.
0: Good times.
1: So, what are you gonna? What are you gonna put on your uh, Rushmore, man? I oh, think we're. Man. I think we're down to that mo- moment of the day.
0: Um. Oh, and shout out to J. Cole, hmm. Jermaine Dupree, Roberta Flack, Doc Watson, Chuck Brown from Gaston. Mm-hmm. All the American Idol people.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: look American at you, Idol Clay Aiken
1: yeah American Idol just I'm not a oh, fan oh and
0: Benny King Charlie Daniels from Wilmington huh? Luke Combs from Asheville Eric Church from Granite Falls
1: hmm.
0: lest we forget and I know as a Michigan fan you know about Appalachian State yeah we didn't even talk about a band from Boone called Rainbow Kitten Surprise
1: uh I don't feel like I need to.
0: No, we're not going to. That's the seed we're planting. Y'all go check them out. Go check
1: them out. they played Bonnaroo. They've done all kinds of stuff. They're big. I'm just not, you know.
0: With a name like Rainbow Kitten Surprise, how can you turn it down? Also, Warren Haynes from Asheville.
1: That dude's a beast. He wrote the song Soul Shine for the Allman Brothers. And that, go check that song out immediately.
0: Go do it. So I'm going to go with... uh, Thelonious Monk, George Clinton, Nina Simone, and Ryan Adams. We are nearly unanimous, sir. Those,
1: 75%? We are 75%. I know exactly
0: which one you're going to cry about. Should I go get a tissue?
1: No. I'll let the Cardinal bring it to me.
0: <laughs> Thanks for waiting until I take I drink. will.
1: I will honestly, I can honestly say... I know that you know who I'm going to pick. Would you like to make my pick for me? If you Is pick it some,
0: Maceo. If you pick somebody, bullshit. I'm going to be Maceo? mad. <laughs> <laughs> you had you had a fifty fifty shot. The fact that you didn't pick, pick Maceo hurts my heart.
1: No, no, no. You had a fifty fifty shot.
0: Mm-hmm. You were right either way. <laughs> You've chosen wisely. You've chosen
1: wisely. You didn't have a bad choice to make. It was between Maceo Parker and John Coltrane. You, We're all winners yeah, in that you're argument. Yeah, you're all winners. It didn't matter. That's why I was like, I can't pick. I'm going to let you pick. <laughs> yeah, okay. Why yeah. not? We've let Susan pick stuff before. Hell yeah, oh yeah. Susan B. Anthony. All on a coin flip. Hmm. Well, album for the day... Um, what a what a great state. I learned a lot of different musicians um, in the Tar Heel State. Um, if you've got any opinions, questions, comments, things you want to tell us, hit us up on Twitter at album the number four the day. Shoot us an email at album for the day at gmail.com or Instagram at album the number four the day. Um, yeah, be sure to follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. And uh, yeah, we're going to see you next week with a whole nother state
0: go ahead you can laugh all you want I've got my philosophy use my feet on the ground you took a trip and went up Robert Sledge's tree (laughs) and came down and talked about Jesus
1: (laughs) it's always with Jesus you
0: were not the same after No one's
1: ever the same after getting out of the
0: Jesus (laughs) tree. Not in North Carolina. Um, After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends.
1: Woo-hoo!